Warning, the following podcast may contain potential plot spoilers, but then again, it may not at all. Hello and welcome to Potential Spoilers. I'm Kieran and I'm joined by Maddie D. And the Acme special stuff is just water. Mm. The power was inside the entire time. And if you didn't want to know that, then you shouldn't be listening to this show because that is a spoiler. It certainly is. And that whole message went completely over my head when I was a kid. Really? I really thought that they got their powers from the special stuff. You, you thought they were roiding up? Yes, I did. Because Bugs Bunny drank it and he got like super bulky. Lola Bunny like creamed to Jenkins. <laughs> it was a great scene. <laughs> did, did, you, did you just We're get giving away. We're giving away. The what? wrong message as a child where you're yes. like, okay, well, this is how you win. Yeah, that's in right. sport. <laughs> Which is why I'm a road monkey now. Anyway, Matty D, would you care to explain what the premise of our show is to anybody who may be new to it? So, just like two hard-boiled detectives who are digging up a cold case... Hard-boiled eggs there for a second. Or a pair of hard-boiled eggs. What we do is we look at trailers to upcoming movies or any promotional material for those upcoming movies and then we break it all apart we have a look at it we examine it and we try to predict as much of that plot as humanly possible then when the movie comes out we watch that movie we sit here and we see how well we did that's absolutely right and if you want to put one of our previous predictions to the test you can because one of the movies we've talked about in the past is currently in cinemas actually no i think it's streaming direct to disney plus uh pixar's luca is currently streaming and in cinemas i presume i don't know (laughs) So if you're keen to see Pixar's Luca and you haven't heard that episode yet, I'd probably recommend going and seeing the movie first and then listening to what we predicted afterwards because I always find it's more satisfying that way. And you don't potentially spoil anything for yourself in the lead up. And you can see how well we guessed that plot, which I I don't believe we did that well with that particular movie. No. So weirdly enough, after we did the episode, the plot of that movie leaked through a children's book. And so if we if you read the children's book, it actually gives away what happens in the movie. And I don't think we were that close. Or you never know. I don't really remember what we said. So I know I'm going to go see Pixar's Luca this weekend. I'm going to run out and see it. Probably streaming on Disney Plus like everybody else. And then I suppose I'll, I'll find out how close we got. Maybe we were better than we thought. Maybe we were. But anyway, this week we're talking about another animated movie of sorts. We're talking about the sequel, the long-awaited sequel to Space Jam 1996's Space Jam, Space Jam A New Legacy. How long have we been waiting for this movie? Ah, uh, Yes! I don't know if I've been yes. waiting for this movie. I don't know if it was a movie I was asking for as a 30-something-year-old man. <laughs> but hey, you know, I'm not going to complain. If someone comes in and says, would you like more caviar? I'm not going to say no. I never thought we would see this movie. I never no. thought it would happen. But here we are. So, of course, as I already mentioned, this is a sequel to the 1996 Space Jam. Although back in the day when that movie originally came out, there was a sequel planned straight away. They wanted to do another sequel with Michael Jordan. That's right. And he refused to, but right? Michael Jordan refused to do it. I guess because he was just like, he saw the reviews. Everyone was just like, what a shit actor. He took it personally. He took it personally. No, he really did start his baseball career like he wanted to do in the movie, I guess. I thought that was real. When I was a kid, I was like, oh, Michael Jordan just plays baseball now. Well, he did, right? I don't know. I'm just presuming it from the movie. Didn't he? He did play baseball. I don't know. Maybe he did. I did more research on Space Jam <laughs> than I did Michael Jordan because there's no Michael Jordan in this movie. And I'm going to call it right now. I don't think Michael Jordan will appear at all, even in a cameo in Space Jam, A New Legacy. Well, yeah, that's, a lot of people have speculated thinking that he might. So I guess we'll see when the movie comes out. But you're definitely saying you don't think he's going to be there. No, I don't. So Because he appears in my plot. Let's just, uh, let's just break down what happens in Space Jam for anybody who may be living under a rock or maybe they weren't alive in the 90s and they never really saw or got the hype around Space Jam. But just for anyone who's not familiar, it's sort of set in the real world and in sort of like Looney Tunes world at the same time. And it's about a basketball, Michael Jordan, probably the biggest NBA basketballer of all time, arguably so, would you say? Yeah. He ends up getting transported to the world of the Looney Tunes and has to compete in a basketball game in order to save them from indentured servitude. Yeah, so... The, on an alien planet. The Looney Tunes are versing aliens in a game of basketball to save their world and they enlist the help of Michael Jordan. That's right. And the special stuff. And the special stuff. This all came about from a Nike commercial, didn't it? I think so. Yeah. Didn't Bugs Bunny appear alongside Michael Jordan in, in a Nike commercial? And, and Yeah, and from that, they made a whole movie. So yeah. this is like commercialization at its finest, really. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Now, I want to know straight away, what is your history with the classic 1996 Space Jam movie, Matty well, D? So there may be people listening to our show right now that didn't live through the 90s, don't remember the 90s, but for us... For us old fuckers. <laughs> us or maybe old, they're older. Maybe they're older than us. They're a, of a, maybe they're of an older generation mm. and they were just too old to get 
the Maybe. hype around Space Jam will bother seeing Maybe. it. Maybe. But we lived through the 90s. We were kids in the 90s, and yep. Space Jam was the thing at the time. If you were under 10 years old, Space Jam may, may as well have been your Citizen Kane. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it was, And it was everywhere as well. So it was, I remember they did Tarzos, they did like yeah, commercials, right. they still did have toys. The you couldn't go anywhere. They're sitting behind you. I know. I looked at them. I had a big, uh, big book that had all the Tarzos yeah, in it. Yeah, I used to have that. Space Jam and Looney Tunes were everywhere. This movie was so hyped. Did you see it in the cinemas? I think I did. Yeah? It's a very long time ago, Kieran, but I okay. think I did. But either way, I had it on VHS. My parents illegally taped it. Yeah. Shh. I don't think it was illegal if you taped it from the TV. That's what we did in the 90s. We just used a VCR machine to tape it when it was on TV. Yeah, that's not illegal. And so I was watching it all the time. It was something that was replayed quite often in my household. Thought it was great. Sort of grew out of it. Never watched it for a very long time. But in my memory, I was always like, it was a kid's movie, but it was a, it was it was a good solid movie. Solid kid's movie. It was a classic. I always maintain the fact that it was a classic. Until, like Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Exactly. Until when I got to an age when I was at university, a few illicit substances were had. I was oh, quite stoned. And someone said, let's watch Space Jam. In my head, I was like, Space Jam, that's a classic. Let's watch Space Jam. And watching it as an adult, as a might have been about 20 or younger. Yeah, so about 10 years ago. It didn't hold up. Oh, really? No. And I was. And you haven't revisited it I since? I was quite out of it, so I can't really remember the movie at all. But I remember watching it. I remember that, that scene at the start taking a very long time and being like taken aback by that. And watching the movie and feeling like it was really short and it didn't have a lot of substance. But mm-hmm. I can't really recall the movie that well. So from then on, I said, I'm never watching this movie because it will ruin memory. my memory of it. It's already so been I, somewhat ruined. I haven't watched it since, but at the time, back in the 90s, back in simpler times, this was a great classic movie that everyone loved. Yeah, I think you're right. So my history is very similar to yours. I remember going to see this in the cinema. I remember going with my mum to see it in the cinema. And it was a movie that really got me into basketball. Well, at least I really wanted to start playing basketball after that movie. And basketball was just really huge at that time as well. It if was, you remember. especially Michael Jordan. There was like yeah. Michael Jordan posters everywhere. Everyone loved MJ. And the NBA was massive. I, I suppose everyone was watching it worldwide. And like I said, I really wanted to get into basketball, except the only issue was that my face is sort of like a magnet to any sort of like sports ball. So as soon as I tried <laughs> to play basketball, my face would just constantly be pummeled by the basketball. So I gave up on that pretty quickly. But yeah. I really loved the movie, quite like you, I taped it off the TV and almost wore out the tape re-watching the movie so much as a kid. And then I think I sort of grew out of it when I started high school, so around 11 or 12, I sort of grew out of the movie and didn't revisit it until I was probably in my mid-twenties. I remember a bunch of us were hanging around and were like, oh, what should we watch? How about we watch Space Jam? Oh, I haven't watched Space Jam since I was a kid. We popped it in and quite like you, I was greatly disappointed because I'm like, man, this movie doesn't hold up. Like I was remembering it in a really specific way in my head and then rewatching it now, I'm like, no, it's nowhere near as good as I remember it being. And the thing is, is when you rewatch the movie, everything, you remember everything. You're like, yep, this is exactly yeah, the same exactly. beats. You know, it's not different to how you remember it, but for some reason it was longer and more grandiose than you, Yeah, you know, in your memory than it was in real life. And I remember not being impressed by the animation or the special effects. Also the acting of Michael Jordan. Oh, yes. Oof. So, Oof. yeah. I think we're Could that both- man phone it in anymore? <laughs> yes. We're both in the same boat here because, yeah, it was some movie that we held close to us in childhood and I still appreciate those memories. Absolutely. They're not completely dead for me, but yeah, it's just a movie I do not love now. And that makes me, yeah, really apprehensive about this sequel because I'm like, oh, if it's anything like that first movie, I'm not going to enjoy it as an adult. And it's a Doom project from the beginning because everyone's going to go in with those rose-tinted memories of that first movie. Yep. And they're only going to be disappointed because they're going to be like holding this movie up on lofty heights. The only people who are going to appreciate this movie is the little six or seven-year-old kids who are watching this as their first Space Jam movie. That's the only way I could see the movie succeeding. Yeah, maybe, but like the Looney Tunes aren't really... Am I am I wrong here? But the Looney Tunes aren't really big with today's kids, right? No, and I've sort of factored that into my plot. So, will they appreciate it as we did in the 90s? Maybe, maybe not, I suppose. And LeBron James, LeBron James isn't... An actor. <laughs> True. But is he as big as Michael Jordan? I don't think he no, is. I don't think as many people know who he is as when we were kids knowing Michael Jordan. Yeah. I guess we'll see. But anyway, back to this upcoming movie, Space Jam and New Legacy. Did you know it is the first movie involving the Looney Tunes since 2003? I did know that because I watched that movie in cinemas. You watched Looney Tunes back in action? Yes. I have never seen that movie. Don't. I was 13 or 14. I was like way too old for Bugs Bunny at that point. Yeah. Brendan Fraser. Brendan Fraser, yeah. So yeah, you're saying don't watch it. Yeah, I don't remember it being particularly good. Yeah, I've never heard anyone say anything good about that. Now, this movie is actually already causing waves in the zeitgeist as well because of the whole... 
perceived. Here we go, Matty D. Lola Bunny controversy. Do you know about this at all? Uh, yeah, yeah. I I saw that when this when they first introduced the trailer. When the trailer first aired, there was a whole bunch of I guess controversy. A lot of people talking about the appearance of Lola Bunny. And what was the issue that they had? From what you understand? Well, I thought it was. Um, I thought they were applauding Lola Bunny for not being sexualized. I thought that's what. Well, how's that controversial if well, they're applauding it? I, I thought that I thought that was the main thing. No, so the controversy is that people are upset that she isn't sexualized. Right. So they're saying that it's completely taking away from the design from the original movie. So people are upset by that. People are upset that she's not sexy anymore. So they they wanted to see a sexy bunny. So just to ex- in a cartoon. Just to explain it for what anybody. is wrong with people. So if you remember in that original movie in the 1996 Space Jam movie. Mm. She had very short shorts. She was very curvaceous. She sort of had like flirty music and was very sort of seductive towards Bugs Bunny in particular. But in this new version, she's way more toned down. She specifically is flat chested. Mm -hmm. She wears loose clothes, sort of like long shorts, sort of baggy t-shirt. Like a basketballer. Like a basketballer. Uh, She's way more sort of like happy and perky looking, but not in the same way. (laughs) Not not in the same perky way that she was in the original, but she's way more, she she looks way more kid friendly. Let's just say that. And people had a problem with this. People had a problem with this. So what is wrong with people? The the main thing that I read was that the filmmakers were implying that to be sexy or liberated, they're trying to say that that's bad. That was what the people who were upset by it were saying. They're right. Saying, so what is wrong with being sexually liberated? Why are you saying that's a bad thing? But are they saying that though? At the same time, I think that's a terrible argument because I think having a, a character aimed at kids that's super sexualized uh, and having their sexuality as their defining characteristic is, is probably not the best message in a 2021 movie aimed at kids. What they should have done is had it, have Elmer Fudd run out in like short shorts and him being like sexually yes. liberated, you know? Oh man, big black bulge in the front of his <laughs> basketball shorts. Yeah, maybe. So if you want your sexy Lola Bunny, you're going to have the sexy male characters as well. <laughs> Though I, I probably would admit maybe Bugs Bunny was pretty sexy in that original movie too, especially when he bulked up after drinking the special stuff. <laughs> but yeah, so people are upset because, yeah, I guess they wanted their sexy Lola Bunny. And then, like I said, they were like saying, are you implying that being sexually liberated and looking sexy is a bad thing? Again, it's a kid's movie. They People would have been upset either way, right? If... Yes. If she was yes, sexualized, right. people would be complaining if about it. They made that. it even more sexualized. Man, people would have been like, they would have blown their tops. Mm. But yes. Can't so, win. Eh. <laughs> I want my cartoon rabbit to be yeah. more sexy. I think it awakened a lot of furries back in the 90s. Oh, jeez. Well, good for you, I guess. A lot of people discovered a new fetish. <laughs> anyway, what do we know about this movie so far? Two trailers we have for this movie. That's correct. Uh, from what we can understand, it is. The bad guy is an AI machine yep. that sucked LeBron Lord James, Al G. <laughs> LeBron James and his son into this virtual world where the, the Looney Tunes, yeah, the Looney Tunes exist as well as other Water Brothers characters, mm-hmm. and essentially LeBron James has to play basketball with the Looney Tunes to save his son. Yep, and the Looney Tunes themselves because they're at risk of being deleted mm. by Al G. So they're in a computer, I guess. Yeah, I suppose so. Which is a little different from the or original a server. movie or a server, you say? Yeah, that's right. So it's the server verse. Yeah, because I remember the original movie, there was a Looney Tunes world, but this yeah, seems to be- It was a, a Looney Tunes planet, right. but it was under the ground, ground, so it was below our world, like it's hell or it something. It was inside a, a golf, golf hole, hole. Yeah. <laughs> which could only happen in the 90s. Yes, because golf was just as big in the 90s as, as basketball was. So one thing that I read straight away about this movie that I think is important is that it's actually, they've said that it's a standalone sequel that's not connected at all to the first movie. What? I didn't know that. Boo! What? That's true. It's the truth. That's what they've said. So they said there's going to be no returning characters from that original movie with the exception of, you know, Lola Bunny and the Toons because this is a standalone movie. They want to do their own thing. So they said the Monstars aren't going to return. Danny DeVito's character isn't going to return. Bill Murray's not going to return. Michael Jordan's not going to return. All of that shit. Matty Dick, you look depressed. Oh, no. <laughs> Do we have a big problem now? Yeah, my plot has a big problem now. Okay, I can't wait to hear And that. also, I have a problem with this movie that they're not going to reference the original. That disappoints me. Why make a sequel if you're not going to reference the original? Exactly. Why make a Star Wars sequel trilogy if you're just going to do the same shit again? Look. Oh, my God. Yep. Look at us. Look so at us. Being, we're in trouble already. Being old men complaining that they're not staying true to the original origins yeah. of this commercial, like... Well, I tell you what, since my esteem of that original movie has fallen, this movie can only be better than that movie, right? It has every opportunity to be a better movie. Fresh slate. Exactly. Mm. Now, I do actually have an official description from the Space Jam and New Legacy website. Would you like to hear that? What do they have to say? They've written a small novel, so you're going to have to strap yourself in. Thank you. And they do cover a lot of plot points as well, so let's hear it. So... 
Welcome to the jam. That's Love it, it already. Like. Love it already. I'm in. Basketball champion and global icon LeBron James goes on an epic adventure alongside timeless toon Bugs Bunny with the animated slash live action event, event, mm. Space Jam, A New Legacy. This transformational journey is a manic mashup of two worlds that reveals just how far some parents will go to connect with their kids. <laughs> to buy their kids stuff yes. How far a corporation will go To make money out of old cartoon characters Exactly When LeBron and his young son Dom Burnley, Are trapped in a digital <laughs> space like Trapped in a digital space by a rogue AI LeBron must get them home safe By leading Bugs, Lola Bunny And the whole gang of notoriously undisciplined Looney Tunes To victory over the AI's digitised champions on the court Who are a powered up roster of professional basketball stars As you've never seen them before Yeah, they've got superpowers it's Toons versus Goons in the highest stakes challenge of his life that will redefine LeBron's bond with his son and shine a light on the power of being yourself. Oh, great. We're learning a lesson with this one. The Ready for Action Toons destroy convention, supercharge their unique talents, and surprise even King James by playing the game their own way. And that was from the official website. Okay. Okay. And we see a little bit of this in the trailer as well. Yeah, that's right. So, before we dive into what we've predicted will happen in this movie, let's talk about who's in the movie. Mm. It isn't a very long list because most of the characters are cartoon characters. No, it isn't. I've sort of only handpicked a couple of the actors because I, I don't think there is too many live-action actors of note in this movie. Uh, I'm using the term actors very loosely because the first person I want to talk about playing himself is LeBron James. How dare you say that? Look at his acting chops. He's already flexing out there in the trailer. He's yeah. going to steal this movie. Yeah, I'm seeing a lot of shades of Michael Jordan in his performance so far from the trailers. I'm I just going to say that. I honestly think this is LeBron James trying to branch out into the acting world. I think he might be a new Shaq, if you know what I mean. But we'll see how successful I that'll be. I just realised as well that someone's playing a young LeBron James. That means there's going to be a flashback in this movie. I didn't work that into my plot. I didn't either, so that's Shit. okay. So I but think that, they always credit to. people. Like, they always credit a young Oh, yeah, Rambo. like young Rambo, yeah. And we just came back from watching The Conjuring, and how disappointing was that flashback sequence? Yeah. So let's forget about like it. Predicted. Let's just make a deal to forget about the young LeBron James. Okay. No, I'm not. I'm going to work it into my plot. <laughs> All right, you do it. The next actor I wanted to talk about playing the rogue AI algae rhythm is Don Cheadle, who is Welcome apparently the show. Uh, an evil computer algorithm. What are you talking about? We've talked about him before. He's in the Avengers movies. We've talked oh, about him in Avengers Endgame. If you're not familiar with him in the Avengers movies where he was replacing somebody else who they didn't like, I think that guy asked for too much money. So they got Don Cheadle in instead. If you haven't seen him in those movies, you may have seen him in Hotel Rwanda or in the Ocean's Eleven movies. Are you a fan of Don Cheadle? Yeah, love him. What's your favourite Don Cheadle movie? Oh, The Avengers. Endgame. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Next up, playing the- Falcon and Bucky. Uh, is he in that? Who is he? He's- fa No. <laughs> He's not! <laughs> Are you mixing him up with the, with the Falcon? Yes. <laughs> oh, no. He's uh, He's a war machine, isn't he? Yeah, that's right. But moving on from uh, Don Cheadle, playing the character of uh, Camille James, who is LeBron's wife, is Sonequa Martin-Green, who is apparently a big TV actor. She, her biggest role is in The Walking Dead, although I can't say I'm really familiar with her at all. I haven't seen too many of her performances, or if I have, I don't remember them. Do you know her at all? I've seen The Walking Dead, but I can't remember her. Maybe this will be her big breakout movie role. Maybe. Launching her into the stardom. And finally, the last person I wanted to talk about, the one of the only people, one of the only celebrity voice actors, because thank goodness most of the tunes are voiced by actual voice actors. I'm not going to get on my soapbox this episode because they've finally done what I wanted them to do. But Lola Bunny is being voiced by Zendaya, who, of mm -hmm. course, we've talked about before as Mary Jane in Spider-Man Far From Home. Yes. But yeah, I'm actually really happy that they didn't do the old thing of just relying on celebrity voice actors, I suppose you could say. Well, the Looney Tunes is still airing, right? And they've got these in voice actors. In some capacity, I imagine. Yeah, they I mean, are. it's been years since I've watched it. They, the TV show still exists, so I think they're just bringing those voice actors in for yeah. this movie. Well, if you remember, Bugs Bunny in the original Space Jam movie was voiced by Billy West, who you may remember voiced Fry in... Uh, he voiced Fry in Futurama. Uh, Futurama. So he was Bugs Bunny in that original movie, and then I think he did Bugs Bunny for a fair while, but he isn't returning to voice Bugs in this movie. they got someone right. else. Bugs sound weird as well. Yeah, that's right. He sounds weird in this Brooklyn. movie. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Oh, well. Well, they're never going to get Mel Blanc back, so. No. Now, that's everyone I wanted to talk about in the movie. Let's get straight into our plots, and I believe cool. you're going first, Matty D. Am I now? Can't wait to hear how wrong you are already. Why do you think I'll be wrong? Because you already think it's connected to the first movie. Yeah, but that's a small thing. I could be right about everything else. Okay, fair enough. Speaking of which. I speak too soon. You know how we're going to open? How we're we going to open cold. With a flashback. Oh. Cold. Cold as my heart. Now that I'm an adult and not a kid in the 90s. And we're going to start with a 2D animation. Mm, That's I how it's going to so. open. Where Bugs and Daffy, 
And Marvin the Martian, a personal favourite of Who mine. Who is your favourite Looney Tune aside from Marvin the Martian? Yosemite Sam. Oh, there we Yosemite go. Yosemite Sam was my favourite. He's in this movie. He certainly is, and I look forward to seeing him in this movie. So it's going to be a classic Looney Tune short where Daffy and Bugs are causing chaos in Marvin the Martian's like spaceship, similar to the cartoons. Okay. You can imagine what's going so on. So they get like abducted by Marvin the Martian, who's going to probe them, and they're just running around <laughs> trying to avoid no, that. No, no. You know, they're, you know, with those big bird things that Marvin has and shrinking oh, yeah. them down and all that stuff, we're going to just oh, land, man, into, that land into just one of those skits. And of course, Daffy and Bugs being Daffy and Bugs are going to be fighting with each other all along the way. Rabbit season. Duck season. Now, they're going to find themselves into an area that's all closed off. Maybe there's signs that say, do not enter, but they right. bumble so they're in. they're traveling through the void of space. They're bumbling in. This is on this, like, spaceship thing. Okay. And they find a computer or like a large, yeah, think about it like a large computer and Daffy okay. and Bugs are, are fighting and toing and froing and maybe they found like a like a prize diamond or something and they're fighting over that. Okay. Just go with me. And Daffy's tail will hit a button right. that will upgrade a computer. So while they're full on punching each other in the face, no, they're just like, each other they're in just the pulling, nuts. They're pulling, this, uh, they're pulling this diamond from each other. Okay. Daffy's tail hits a button that's upgrading the computer. Which is the AI? So it's like okay. it's like the mouse is like set on like upgrade me now. Okay, right. And that creates this AI G rhythm that starts to like everything starts to glow, things start you moving. Mean Al-G. Yeah, Al-G. I thought it was AI G. No, it's Al G rhythm. I thought it was AI G as well. Oh. Apparently, it's Al G. Al G is his name. Yep, that's what right. What a weird name. Al G rhythm. Al G. I thought it was Al G as well for a second. So this computer that's laid dormant for ages starts glowing, starts moving, and then all of a sudden. Algae starts to appear, Algae rhythm. But we're not going to see what happens there because we're going to flash to the real world where LeBron is drilling his son on how to play basketball. He's like right. coaching him and his son is very bad at it. Oh, no. Mm. LeBron his te- face is a magnet for the ball like I was <laughs> as a kid. He's like me when I played basketball. I did the same thing, by the way. When I watched that movie, I was like, I'll play basketball. Yep. Not my sport. No. But then there is no sport for me. No, there is. I'm, I'm the same. <laughs> if podcasting was a sport, we'd be in. <laughs> So LeBron tells his son to watch him as he shows off his skills. Watch this, son. Because the kids aren't going to know LeBron James, so we need to establish that he is a good basketballer. And he'll show off in spectacular fashion. Why didn't they have Shaquille O'Neal? That was the original rumour. Remember it was actually rumoured that Shaquille O'Neal was going to be taking over the Michael Jordan role? Yeah, I remember that movie? was rumoured. I remember there was like a Tiger Woods Yeah, that's rumor. right. They were going to go in another sport. Oh, man. the Tiger. Thinking- uh, can we remake the movie oh, with Tiger Woods? Man. Just go around banging the tunes. <laughs> then Lola Bunny is like sexualized yes. and he sleeps with Lola Bunny. Yes. Has an affair. And granny. I was actually thinking about that because Michael Jordan was the biggest athlete at that time. And I don't yeah. know if LeBron, maybe LeBron is, but is LeBron James the biggest athlete of the time? Well, Kobe's not around anymore to uh, take the title. Yeah. So. Imagine if they did like a Conor McGregor crossover oh. with <laughs> They Space should. Jam. It's they the should. UFC. That would be amazing. Yeah. I don't want to throw the this. Tunes, the tunes have to do like an MMA tournament. <laughs> That'd be awesome. That would be awesome. I want to throw this plot away because that's a better movie for me. <laughs> well, it's not going to happen. Conor though, McGregor so. getting drunk on whiskey. We're talking about fights. what you think is going to actually anyway. happen in the movie. So what not I think is going to happen. Yeah, unfortunately. So LeBron James playing basketball. He looks back at his son, but his son is not even noticing. He's playing. His son's playing Fortnite. Video games. Yes. Yep. That's right. He's flossing over in the corner. When LeBron talks to his son, Dom, Dom tells him that he doesn't want to play basketball. He just wants to design video games. Mm. And LeBron James' wife also tells him that he should just let his son be himself and find his own way. What's his wife's name? No. She's there, though. LeBron (laughs) James' wife. I know you just mentioned it a while ago. Her name is... Camille. Oh, Camille. (laughs) And during this time, there'll be a lot of uh, jokes that will be sure to date about famous people. Okay. Like what? Can I name one? Uh, there's a Will Smith gag there somewhere. Okay. But, you know, be that sort of well, stuff. Will Smith gags maybe, are timeless, as ma- we know from this show. Maybe maybe some other basketballers, jokes about basketballers, jokes mm-hmm. about Dwayne The Rock Johnson, you know, all that stuff. Okay. I mean, he's timeless as well. So, back in the online world, which is called, what is it called again? The Spectral. The Serververse. The Serververse. We'll see that AIG, Ali G. Ali <laughs> G. Is more powerful now, and he's got a cute little minion. As well, like a little robot that follows him around. And what's the minion's name? I don't know. Have a guess. Doesn't matter. Uh, Botty. (laughs) Okay, very nice. I'm just trying to get your points in the future here. (laughs) So, Algy tells the minion that he wants to take over the rest of the other dimensions. He He wants to take over other realities as well. And demands to see a list of kings... In other worlds. Interesting. Mm, now, the minion shows him a few. and so there's King Kong. Al G is like looking at them. and There's he, Aragorn. He mocks them saying most of them are too old. They're not really a challenge. Well, there's no kings at all. But he lands on LeBron James. 
the king of basketball. I had no idea that he was known as King James. I just thought that was a thing they made up for the movie. Me too. Is it not? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know basketball, to be honest. <laughs> Me neither. So, yeah. So, he's the king of basketball, and we see some footage of LeBron James in the court showing off his skills. Slam dunks. Slam dunking, that's right. And Algy is intrigued by this and says he wishes to best him at his own sport. Now, we flash back to present day. LeBron James is with a either a talent scout or someone like a the head of a co- of a basketball club, like the organizer. Mm. Yep. It's okay. like in an office. We see this in the trailer. And what's he saying to him? Well, he's saying to him that he wants his son to be part of this team. And the manager's sort of saying, yeah, we'll definitely have LeBron James' kid on our team. We'll sign him up. Our like eight-year-old, yeah. 10-year-old. Well, you know, they get, they get started young. Okay. These kids. Little fat kid. Can't even jump, presumably. So his son will fl- fire up again and say he doesn't want to be a basketball player. He keeps saying this. He'll fire up like Matty D watching Space Jam all those years ago. Exactly, exactly. And I'm going to say that the talent scout is going to be played by Newman. That's our callback. Oh, I hope so. Our callback to the original happen. movie. Maybe he, you know, after playing in the Dream Team, he sort of went up the ranks and became like a club owner. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> That'd be cool. So LeBron James asks Newman to leave because he's going to have a one-on-one with his son. And he'll say to his son in private that he he's just trying to give him the support he never had as a child. He wants okay. to give something back. Now, I don't know much about LeBron James' life, but it's safe to assume that you know it was hard climbing up the ranks and becoming the best yeah. bo- best uh, best basketballer in the world. So maybe that's mm. maybe that's it. That's a fair assessment. Mm. So they leave to the next practice. So they go into practice and they go down an elevator. The elevator glitches out and they arrive in a strange... And it says AG yeah. on the uh, elevator. Yeah, and they arrive in a strange area where there are like computer towers. Mm-hmm. Servers. And, yeah, those things. And while they're there, they separate the son and LeBron mm-hmm. James. And Dom gets sucked into an orb. And LeBron James is like, what's going on here? And he makes a bad Matrix joke and gets what sucked in. What the Matrix? In, hell. And gets sucked Just in. Just in time for Matrix 4 coming later this year. <laughs> and gets sucked into the serververse. So LeBron arrives and meets Ali G. Al G. I keep saying Ali G. Ali G in the USA. Because in my notes, I've just written AI Rhythm. Right. Sounds like a DJ name. Yeah, I think Who it's names supposed these to. Characters? I think it's supposed to sound like that. So he wants to know where his son is. Of course, Algie will say he's sort of holding his son hostage and will give him back if he bests him at basketball. I think there's going to mm-hmm. be a scene where LeBron tries to attack Algie because, you know, he's a father. Of course you will. Yeah. Um, but, you know, he can't. He just runs straight through him. Mm-hmm. And then... LeBron reluctantly agrees, thinking it's just a one-on-one basketball game. He can beat Don yeah. Jeter, surely, surely. And so he agrees, and Al G sends him down with, quote-unquote, the rejects to assemble his very own team. And mm. LeBron falls through space, through that big space jam of himself. Looney Tunes circle thing, and goes into the Looney Tunes verse. And there will be a bad Kevin Hart joke once he comes here. By the way, I've got a real problem with all these basketballers making fun of Kevin Hart because they're he's, tall. He's he's successful. He's a fit guy. He's crushing it. And all they can say is he's short. And I find that like, well, Dwayne Johnson started that. You should be blaming him if anybody. No, I can't blame him for anything. But you know, like, come on, guys. Like, he's short. That's what you're gonna like shit on him for. Jerks. Anyway, oh, did I mention they're all 2D at this stage? LeBron James yeah. turns into 2D version of LeBron James. He meets mm-hmm. Bugs Bunny. They're going to embrace. They're going to hug because he loves Bugs Bunny. Our hero, of course, will. He's a fairy too. Everyone loves Bugs Bunny. Uh, they'll explain the situation or LeBron will explain the situation to him. So they'll go to Marvin the Martian's UFO and they'll assemble their team for the first time. And if there are any references to the first movie, they'll be very brief. Okay. Maybe not at all. <laughs> So who's in their team that they're assembling? So they've got that red monster guy. I don't know his name, but we've got Elmer Fudd. We've got the granny. We've got Tweety Bird. We've got Sylvester. Daffy Duck will be their manager. So he'll mm-hmm. be in a suit and tie for the whole thing and he'll yep. be just bossing people around. We're going to have Lola Bunny, who's going to be the heart of the team that will pull everyone together and she'll be like the brains of the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, who else have we got? we got Yosemite Sam. I don't think Your Marvin favorite. will... P- my favorite, yeah. I don't think Marvin will play. Am I missing anyone? Elmer Fudd, I think I've said. Speedy Gonzalez, Tasmanian Devil. Okay. Foghorn, Leghorn, returning from Knives Out will be in this movie. <laughs> I think that's everybody. Everybody important, at least. That was just off the top of his head, folks, so yeah. that's quite impressive. So there'll be a training scene, and this will be all played for laughs because the Looney Tunes will be terrible at basketball. Yep. They didn't learn anything from the first movie. No. Well, they sucked in the first movie anyway. So in between scenes... Uh, Rhythm will be bonding with Dom, who will find the virtual universe, the serververse, fascinating. And he'll show his basic knowledge as well, pretty much showing that he knows everything. He's like a prodigy when Mm. it comes to video games. He knows everything. He's like really good. Because of course he is. You can't have somebody like half-skilled. They need to be like a genius. So Al G will go into a super secure prison in space 
and release the members that are all jailed up here who will make up the goon squad. Right, so they're in prison. They are in they're prison. They're like aliens that are in prison. Yes, they are. And I think I'm wrong with that after doing a little bit more research, but we're sticking to our guns okay. here. So who are who the goon squad? I don't remember their names, but we've got a spider person. Okay. That's pretty cool. We've got a gold guy, like a robot. Mm-hmm. We've got somebody who's like, they call her a, a Nagy or whatever. I think her, her name's White, White Mamba, but she's pretty much a snake. And I'm pretty, I'm going to guess that she's going to spit stuff at people. And then yep. we've got one of my favorite, my second favorite, the harpy. That looks badass. It's mm-hmm. like a bird person. And then, and then, this is my favorite because I was like, there's a fire guy and there's a water guy. Nope. Same person. Yep, that's called right. Called Wet Fire. Yep. What? There you go. Can, you got one name. Can turn water and can turn into fire. That's awesome. Anyway, I thought that was like an episode of Static Shock over here. (laughs) While the tunes are screwing around, uh, LG will appear in head form and tell them that the competition has started and transport them to this court. They'll all turn into like 3D versions of themselves, except for LeBron James will turn into human form and we get to see Mm -hmm. where all the money of this whole movie has gone to. Not to the writing, apparently. And this is the Space Jam. And Algy will announce the stipulations. The stipulations are if he loses, uh, he gets deleted. But if he wins... Wait, he- LeBron James gets deleted? Sorry, if he loses, LeBron James gets his son back. Right. And yep, the yep. Looney Tunes get deleted. Wait, if- wait. Oh, if... if- LG wins. Yeah, if LG get deleted. Yeah, okay, if cool. LG wins. If LG loses, he gets deleted. He deletes himself. Yes. And then LeBron gets Dom back. Yeah. Okay. Makes sense. And the Looney Tunes are all safe. We get to see the crowds come in. We'll get to see all these other characters like Fred Flintstone, the Iron Giant, King Kong. Mm -hmm. All these little cameos here. Very nice. Michael Jordan. Oh, wait, no. (laughs) No. And we're going to be introduced to the Goon Squad and all their intimidating powers that they bring to the table. Mm -hmm. They're going to fly in and burst in. It's going to be really cool. The game will start. The Toon Squad are going to get demolished. In Even the, though they've got LeBron James, they're getting round killed. Or? Yeah, in the first round. The first I don't know. Half. I don't know how basketball yeah, works. Do to I. You. They're just getting killed. In the in the movie as well. Like there was no rules, so yeah, it'll be the not. same in this one. So it appears that the Goon Squad have an unfair advantage because Al G, who's sort of controlling this whole world, has made it easier for them. So they jump higher, they move faster, they're stronger. Just in general. Yep. Realizing this, Dom hacks the system and levels the playing field out, mm. showing his worth. So that's him proving himself, but also now everybody's on the same same uh, same level. Yeah. So the game will be more evenly matched, but they're still not winning. There'll be a dirty play by one of the goon squads, and they'll knock out LeBron James. Oh no! Mm. While he's unconscious, he'll have a dream sequence going to a heavenly realm with like clouds and stuff. With like, yeah, and of he'll light. see himself as a kid. There you go. Flashback done. Maybe he'll see himself as a kid. Flashback done. But. He'll also speak to Michael Jordan. Okay. Who will give him advice. And the advice will be... Don't do a fucking Space Jam movie. He took it personally. Um, he's going to say, LeBron, you got to believe you can fly. you got to believe you can touch the sky. I'm just going to leave a little pause there so the gravity of that sentence really sets in. Are you feeling inspired? Because mm-hmm. that's what you'll feel in the audience. So without LeBron, the Toons realize they'll have to do it by themselves because he's still unconscious having a mm-hmm. conversation with Michael Jordan. His like, neck is twisted around backwards. So, Bugs Bunny brings out the special stuff. It's making mm. a return. We see it in the trailer. Do we? Yes, we do, because he pulls out a marker and he pulls Permanent out a marker. bottle. How do you know he's not just drawing like LeBron James-style <laughs> tattoos all over his arms? Maybe he is. Anyway, they all drink this special stuff. They all pump themselves up and says if they're going to go out, they're going to go out loony. So, you're literally just taking this directly from the first movie. It's a callback. Okay, fair enough. It's what we want to see. I suppose so. So they start holding their own and LeBron wakes up finally and comes out saying, you didn't forget about me, did you? The audience cheers in the movie. (laughs) Shut up. In the movie and in the cinema. So one of the team members will get hurt. I'm going to predict Granny. Oh, no. She's going to really own this film as well. There's going to be a lot of old lady jokes that will really land well. Yeah, I hope not. And they have no sub. Oh, no. How are they going to get somebody to, like, fill the void of the team that they've lost, the team member that they lost? So, But out comes old man Bill Murray oh, as no. a support. This is not going to happen. Yes, it will. And he will Fresh play- off the set from Zombieland Double yes, Tap. Yes, yes. Well, he can't be there for very long, so he's, his role in this movie will be short-lived. He'll do a few things and get, like, stomped on by one of the goon squad. The game will be tied- Everyone will have their moment to shine. All the Looney Tunes will have their moment to mm-hmm. shine. Speedy and Gonzalez will be in there, but will be will be played down to avoid racism. Okay. I don't think he's <laughs> going to be in the movie at all, to be well, honest. he's credited in there. Oh, is he? Yes. Okay. So he'll go really fast. Tasmanian Maybe Devil he'll have a different accent. We'll have his moment, maybe. You know, all, all of them will have their moment. Yosemite Sam will shoot some stuff. That'll be great. But time is almost up. Hopefully he shoots some hoops. 
LeBron, speaking of, LeBron James will go for the dunk. He's flying through the air. Picture this, Kieran. Close your eyes and picture yep, this. Yep, he's okay. flying through the air. He's got the ball. The timer is almost out. I don't know how basketball works, but I imagine there's a timer. There is. We're out of time. He's going towards the, the hoop. Looks and like his he's- arm stretches no, out really far. No, of course not. Of course not. He's going for the hoop. It looks like he's not going to make it, but Tweety Bird comes in, runs up his arm, grabs the ball, takes the ball off him, leaps, boom. Last second. So Tweety Bird gets the final point. Yeah, Tweety Bird gets the final point. They win. Honk of the horn. <laughs> Toon Squad wins. Everyone celebrates. Al G is not going to accept this and goes into a villain rant. But Dom, in the background, reprograms him. And all of a sudden, he's nice. He's a nice mm. Al G. LeBron will apologize to his son, saying he was wrong. Says, you can be whatever you want to be, and I support you, son. It's going to be a nice touching moment. Yep. And we'll re- enroll him in computer camp. <laughs> okay, computer camp. Yes, so he can be a computer video game designer. Cool. And this will end with LeBron James and Bugs Bunny fist bumping. And that's how it ends, on end credits roll. End credits roll with a catchy song. Yep. Any guesses on what the song's going to be? I will have no idea, but maybe it'll be another version of Space Jam Lake. Good morning, Slam. Welcome to the Jam. Yeah. Good morning, Slam. It will be, I guarantee that. Space Jam. Yeah, okay. There you go. Sequels, maybe. Merchandise, most definitely. But yeah, yeah that's, that's Space Jam. Well done. Now, you and I actually do have a lot of similarities in our plots, though. At the same time... Because we're right. We've got a huge amount of differences. So I'm hoping that the similarities actually turn up in the movie, because if they do, then... Yeah. Uh, let's get straight into what I've predicted. Now, first of all, I do have some overall predictions, just some stuff that I think is important to point out early. So straight away, I think this movie will be a loose remake of the original Space Jam. There you quite go. like Star Wars Episode Seven was a loose remake of Episode Four. Can you get off Star Wars' back? <laughs> We're done with that. Okay, fair enough. Now, I think since the movie contains a combination of traditional cell-shaded animation and CGI animation, the runtime will be under two hours. Agreed. So, probably about now, 45 minutes at the maximum. That's what the original movie was. It was a short movie, right? Yeah, it was. And I think the soundtrack will be made up of disgusting R&B-style covers of 90s songs. But if they're smart, they'll include some classic 90s tunes to make the parents in the audience nostalgic. LaBouche. If there, if there was ever going to be a movie that had LaBouche in it... <laughs> It's this one. Though I am... They are not having LaBouche. I am jaded enough to know that they're not going to have LaBouche in this movie. If they're smart, they'll have something else. Now, I think there'll be a huge hype for this movie right before release with adults who were kids in the 90s looking back on the original movie with rose-tinted glasses. And then after release, this movie will be slammed by audiences and critics alike. Everyone will hate this movie when it comes out. Really? And I'll say, what a disaster that was. It wasn't like the original. Didn't live up to the legacy of that original classic movie, which for some reason they haven't revisited. (laughs) Anyway, so let's get into the plot. So, mm, I'm just going to insert my flashback with young LeBron James here. Is he shooting hoops with his dad? Maybe he is. That's a good idea. Maybe they bond over watching Looney Tunes cartoons. Oh. That's as much as I'm going to go into that. <laughs> See, so let's, Pretty much the start of the original. So, we'll cut to, quite like in your plot, we'll have a scene involving our favourite Looney Tunes characters in a traditionally animated setting. And everything seems to be as we remember it, but their toony hijinks are interrupted by Algae Rhythm, whose giant face appears in the sky. So what are they doing in the Looney Tunes cartoon? Are they doing duck season, rabbit season? Yeah, that's right. Bugs Bunny's popping out of a hole, Uh munching a carrot, saying, yeah, what's up, duck? Roadrunner and Coyote are chasing each other around. Foghorn Legos going, I say, I say, just all the standard stuff. So yeah, they're interrupted by Algae, whose giant face appears out of the sky, and Algae tells the tunes that nobody watches or cares about their shows anymore like in real life, and that unless they can start capturing audiences' attentions again, they will be deleted forever. Oh, no. No more Looney Tunes on the TV or so in the movies. So you think they're going to say that no one cares about the Looney Tunes? Yeah, that's right. They're like, no one's watching them. Everyone's playing Fortnite. Everyone's watching Kids Today Twitch. on their phones, on Snapchat. Do you remember the cups that this movie brought out? The no. traditional Looney Tunes cups in the 90s? Oh, yes. How cool were they? Yes, I had a Daffy Duck one. I had a whole heap of and them. I had a whole, a roll, uh, and I had a Roadrunner one. I can't remember. Did McDonald's do those? Or was that... There was I think some, it was Pizza Hut. Was it Pizza Hut? I think it was Pizza Man, Hut. Man, they were cool. I wonder yeah. if they're going to bring those back. That'd be sick. They should. Though they don't really do that sort of gimmicky stuff anymore. No, I don't think they're allowed to. Yeah, I don't think so. Some laws about health. So now we cut to the real world where we see adult LeBron James in his day-to-day life. LeBron is a superstar in the world of basketball, but he's far from a hero in the eyes of his family. Oh no, why? LeBron has three teenage kids, all of which seem to just roll their eyes at him. So LeBron lives in a giant mansion in Beverly Hills, and we're supposed to look at him like he's a relatable dad. (laughs) And LeBron's older son, Darius, is interested in basketball like his old man, 
but his youngest son, Dom, isn't interested in the sport at all. What is he interested in? We'll get into that. Okay. Because this movie is sexist, they will not care if the daughter, Zosha, is interested in basketball at all and will be played as a stereotypical teenage girl. So she's always on the phone. She's lying in the bed with her feet up in the air going like, oh my God, you would not believe. Wow. This movie was made in the 90s. Yeah, exactly. So LeBron's wife, Camille, encourages LeBron to connect with Dom and LeBron believes that they will bond if Dom gets more into basketball. Oh, okay. That's clever. But Dom isn't having any of this and tells his dad to let him focus on having his own interests. LeBron won't even know what Dom's interests actually are, which will upset Dom further. So LeBron will be like, what are you even interested in? As he's playing a video game. Dom's just like, you don't even know what I'm interested in? What sort of father are you? Get out of my room. Playing Minecraft. (laughs) So this is where my plot gets a little bit shaky because I couldn't work this into the plot very well. Right. So later LeBron takes Dom to the Warner Brothers headquarters in L.A., And I originally thought that the Warner Brothers executives wanted to ask LeBron to star in a Space Jam sequel, but I don't think they'll be that on the nose with the movie. I don't think they'll be that meta. That's very meta, Kieran. So instead, I think that Dom will be a big DCU fan, or at least LeBron just presumes he's a big DCU fan. And LeBron takes him to the Warner Brothers HQ to potentially become involved in superhero movies. Maybe he's going to meet Henry Cavill. Maybe they're going to let him see the Batman, Batmobile or whatever. i got to say, this is a little bit of a stretch. I don't know if I'm going... I don't know if I can see this happening. But this planned meeting falls apart. Oh, okay. So it doesn't happen. So Dom storms into the elevator with LeBron following quickly behind. As they travel down, Dom complains again that LeBron doesn't let him be himself. And Dom gets out on the wrong floor on purpose. So as we see in the trailer, as we discussed in your plot, the elevator sort of like number indicator up the top, the digital readout suddenly says AG to let the audience know that something mystical is afoot. Dom gets out on this wrong floor and LeBron chases after him. LeBron finds himself in a huge server room and struggles to find Dom. But he soon spots Dom stepping into a mysterious portal orb and will follow him into it. After a bad Matrix joke. Yes. LeBron appears in a digitized version of the server room and Algy appears before him. Algy introduces this world as the serververse, where all the Warner Brothers characters are kept in digital storage. Okay. So all of their franchises are here in this serververse and he is the master over all the franchises. Right. Okay, so they're just sort of stored there. Rather than being in like Looney Tunes world in another dimension. Yeah, that's right. So the Looney Tunes world is kept here in storage, in digital okay. storage. So whenever they want to show like a movie or a TV show, they pull, you know, the these characters. They're, they're basically like the characters like doing a play anytime they're doing a movie. <laughs> they have to like reenact their famous moments. So poor Gandalf has to fall off the bridge of Cusser Doom like every single time you watch Lord of the Rings. Because he's in this universe as well. So Algy has a cute robot sidekick called Ping. There you go. Do Thanks we know for that's, points. that's his name? Well, they say it in the trailer, so I'm presuming so. Oh, there you go. Not botty. <laughs> Not botty. Not rotty botty. So, LeBron asks Algy where Dom is, and Algy reveals that he's holding Dom hostage, quite like in your plot, mm. unless LeBron can beat him at his own game, which, of course, is basketball. Why does he want to do that? Or will they not think that far into it? We'll just be like, he wants to play basketball. Well, Algy just wants to be the best. Okay. He just wants to rule over every world, including the human world, I suppose. He's just like, I'm the best at everything. I'm going to beat the guy who's the best at basketball at his own game. LeBron refuses, and Algy has Ping drop LeBron into a world made up of what he describes as the rejects. So if you remember at the start of the movie, he was just like, you guys are done unless you can start entertaining people again, which is why he classifies them as rejects. Ah. So LeBron tumbles through a strange spacescape, a space jam of sorts, no, that doesn't make sense, falling past planets that are made up of various Warner Brothers properties, including the DCU, Harry Potter, Game of Thrones, the MonsterVerse, yes, uh, the Lord of the Rings. <laughs> you said yes to the Monsterverse. The Maltese Falcon and the Wizard of Oz, for some reason, before finally landing on planet Looney Tunes. LeBron now appears as a cartoon character and is suitably freaked out. LeBron runs around Looney Tunes world, running into our favourite toon characters, before he finally runs into Bugs Bunny, who he embraces as an old friend, since, of course, at the start of the movie, he we established it. that he grew up watching Bugs Bunny, and it was a bond that he had with his father. So LeBron explains the situation to Bugs, and Bugs tells him not to sweat it, since they've done something like this before. Really, have they? Yes. They're going to reference the first movie. In that sort of subtle way. Right. LeBon. LeBon. LeBouche. Simon LeBon. <laughs> so LeBron and a team of Toons gather into Marvin the Martian's spaceship, with the intention of travelling all over the serververse to gather an elite basketball team made up of powerful Warner Brothers movie characters. Now, in the trailer, they do make a list of Warner Brothers characters, right? Yep. Superman's on it, Gandalf's very on it. very clear of you to include that in your plot. Iron Giant as well, you know. I just I thought it would be a gag. I didn't think it would be a plot point. 
LeBron plans to recruit Superman, Gandalf, the Iron Giant, King Kong, and the last name was left off, so I just threw in Godzilla, because why wouldn't you want Godzilla on your basketball team? Oh, no, I don't think he would be a good teammate. Says you. Says me, yeah. Says you. I think he'd fight everybody. It would be terrible. And the movie briefly turns into Ready Player One as we travel from world to world. What a good reference. But LeBron and the Toons quickly learn that they can only recruit members from the Looney Tune world. Why? Uh, it's just the restriction that uh, Al G has given them. He, and he tells them this now. He's he tells like, them this now. As they're walking up to Gandalf and they're like, and so he's like, uh-uh-uh. No, well, Ian McKellen can't play this role anymore also. Yeah, exactly. So Bugs quickly drafts a teammate up of himself, a flat-chested and somehow less sexy Lola Bunny, Falkhorn Leghorn, Tweety and Sylvester, Tasmanian Devil, Yosemite Sam, Porky Pig, Granny, Elmer Fudd, Gossamer, which is the big red monster, Wily Coyote, and Roadrunner. Is the witch in this as well? Not that I saw. What's her name? Maybe Greta she'll have or something. A, maybe she'll have Grendella, I don't know. <laughs> maybe she'll have a cameo. Maybe. And Daffy Duck will act as the team manager. There we go. I think that's fairly obvious. I think that's going to have a lot of gags to it. I like his role as the manager. Smart. But, yes. The Toon Squad begins their training with LeBron, and we now repeat a lot of jokes from the first movie. The Toons reveal that they're not great basketball players. Sound familiar? Sounds familiar. And LeBron believes that they're doomed, and for some reason I put doomed with a capital D. Meanwhile, Algie collects the essence of famous current NBA basketball players, all of whom which appear in cameos at this point, but since I haven't followed basketball, I've never followed basketball, I can't name any of them. I think you might be right, because there are basketballers credited. involved. Yeah, yeah that's credited, right. So. You might be right, but wow, way to rip off, not not saying you, but like way to rip off the original movie if they That's do this. That's what I think they're going to do. Oof. So using this essence, Algy creates his goon squad made up of Wetfire, The Brow, Kronos, White Mumba, and Arachnica. 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 Wetfire. So the difference between the goon squad and the monsters is that they'll all have super abilities, including elemental fire and water, flight, super speed, etc., and will not be anywhere near as memorable as any of the monsters. <laughs> I miss the Monstars. Me too. They were great. What if Al G actually just created these characters based on the basketballers? Now I'm changing my own plot. Anyway, continue. <laughs> it's not going to count either way. Uh. The time finally arrives for the big basketball match, which takes place in a stadium in a central location in the serververse. All of the Warner Brothers characters and properties turn up to watch the match, and LeBron's family is also brought here as well, just to spectate. They are there, yeah, in the trailer, which I forgot to mention. Mm. Upon arriving, LeBron and the Toons all transform into 3D versions of themselves, with LeBron, of course, turning back to normal. In a shocking turn of events, Algy reveals that if his team wins the game, the Toon world will be deleted forever. Oh no. Oh no. The game begins, and in the first half of the game, the Goon Squad completely wipes the floor with the Toon Squad. Exactly like in your plot. Exactly like in that original movie. Since all the Toons try to match them in skill. LeBron is the only competent member of the team. But he's still no match for the goons because LeBron doesn't have superpowers. No, and also it's a team sport. He needs to work as a team. That's right. It's not one person can run this whole thing. At halftime, LeBron and Bugs give the team a motivational speech stolen directly from the first movie where they convince the Toons that they need to play to their strengths, which is to be wacky and loony. Meanwhile, Algy tries to convince Dom to stay with him in the serververse by trying to show that he's a better father than LeBron is. Sort of like a plot point from Hook. I was thinking the exact same thing. This is going to be like a hook thing, right? Yeah, that's right. Except you didn't say it in your plot. I did not, know. So Dom can go to Hogwarts or he can stand alongside Superman in a battlefield or he can, I don't know, hang out with Ed and Lorraine Warren in the Conjuring universe. Why would Run, he want to do that? Run home, Jack. <laughs> Run home, Jack. You can smash some clocks in the crocodile area. Why is Peter Pan involved now? That's not a Warner Brothers property. No, I'm saying in Hook. Oh, okay. I see. Where he takes, oh, the, kid, where yeah. he takes yeah. the kid to smash I, I clocks. I see what you're saying. But yeah, so he can do all these amazing things that his father can't offer him. So Dom is conflicted, but we know that by the end of the movie, Dom will know who his real father is. So the second half of the game begins, and the Toon Squad finally takes the advantage by acting like their Toonie selves, in a way that looks like it should be breaking the rules, but somehow doesn't. There's no rules in these games. Apparently not. LeBron will score the final point of the game in an unbelievable but triumphant way, winning the hearts of everybody, but most importantly, his family. Can you give a guess of how he's going to win? Because I think saying in an unbelievable way is very vague. Uh, I think someone like Bugs or Lola will like fumble the ball and it looks like they're going to miss the hoop. But then in leaps LeBron who grabs it midair and then, you know, does his trademark uh. slam dunk. There you go. Something like that. Okay. It's all within the last microsecond. The tunes are over the moon that they get to keep on living, as you would be. And it turns out that this basketball game and presumably this movie has sparked renewed interest in the Looney Tunes. <laughs> <laughs> Fingers crossed. Dom is now free to return to his father, but Al G asks him if that's what he really wants. It's like the end of Airbud. Dom looks at both his father and Al G, 
but ultimately decides to return to his father. Oh, how nice. I thought he was going to go to Al G for yeah. a little bit there. You had me going. LeBron finally admits to his son that he'll support anything that Dom wants to pursue, unless it's becoming a podcaster, since that makes nobody any money. <laughs> a little bit of there, right? So the movie ends with Dom getting into collecting anime girl figurines and LeBron shrugs at the camera. The end. <laughs> anime figurines? Yes, anime girl figurines. What? The little, little Lola Bunny anime figurines. Yes. Oh, that would be great. And that's how the movie ends. She turns, actually at the end, Lola Bunny turns into the sexualized version of herself yes. and all the fan base is happy now. Yes. They're happy. They change it Sonic the Hedgehog <laughs> style. <laughs> oh, no. Great. And then, yeah, as I said, LeBron just turns and looks at the camera and goes, Ugh. and prediction on how this movie will be received is not good. Yeah, right. that's what I've said. I've said that already. And of course, it will end with the classic Space Jam theme, but it will be a disgusting cover of it and nobody will like it and everyone will tell it to fuck off, just like this movie. Or this could be- Wow, the, I'm bitter. This could be the best movie of 2021. Yes. This it could, could be, be better best. than the original movie, who could knows? Could be better. Could be better than the original movie, absolutely. But if they're just going to do a loose remake like we're predicting of that original movie, it's not going to be better. No. They've got to do their own thing. They've got to be better. So that's it. Should have upped the stakes. That's Space Jam. That's Space Two. Jam. A movie we've waited decades to see. No, I don't think I have been waiting decades to see I that. think we have. Okay, maybe we I think have. our child versions of ourselves are waiting yes. for this sequel. I'm sure you, as a young person, as a kid in the 90s, was waiting for a number two, thought it would come, yeah. never did, and now it's here. So on your doorstep. you saying this movie's going to be a real number two? Time will tell, I guess. Okay. All right. Do you, dear listener, have any theories on what you think is going to happen in this upcoming Space Jam sequel? Anything you want to see? Any characters yes. you want to see? Anything that you want them to do? Yeah. I want to see Yosemite Sam shoot the ground and lift himself up in the air. And go, my biscuits are burning. And if I see that, I'm going to be happy. Okay. Well, my favorite character is Daffy, so as long as Daffy's in the movie, I'll be happy. Well, he's definitely there. He definitely is. He's going to lose his beak. <laughs> he's going to get his beak shot around to the other side of his face. And we'll all cheer and go home. Mm. So, yeah, if you have any ideas of what's going to happen or just let us know what you want to see happen, who do you think is closer to the actual plot, you can let us know by sending us an email at potentialspoilerspod at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. Or you can just simply drop us a comment on this episode's page on our Podbean site. Tell us any old thing. Let us know your memories of the original Space Jam movie. Please do. If you lived through that era. Before we wrap it up for another week, let's talk about what movie we're going to be predicting next week since we're doing a full month of movie predictions for a change. How exciting. Just like the good old days. And next week, we're going to be exploring um, an origin story of sorts, a spin-off movie of sorts. We're going to be talking about the upcoming movie in the G.I. Joe series. Yes. Snake Eyes. Do you know anything about G.I. Joe at all? Well, Snake Eyes is the bad guy of G.I. Joe. No, that's Cobra Commander. Really? Yeah, I think Snake Eyes is one of the heroes. Then I don't know anything about it. Yeah, I don't know anything about it either. Didn't grow up with G.I. Joe. Did not watch the G.I. Joe movie. There's two. Either of them then. So, (laughs) yeah. This is the third movie in that series. Do you know anything about G.I. Joe? Nothing. He's a toy, right? Yeah, that's right. Well, there we go. (laughs) So, But by next week, I'm going to be an expert. We're going to have to make something up. Someone's going to have to bite the bullet and watch both the other movies, and it's probably going to be me. I don't want to watch those movies. Neither do I, but maybe maybe it'll be beneficial. I think I've got to watch them as well. So if you have any theories on what's going to happen in Snake Eyes, I don't know why you would, but you can let us know that as well at those places I mentioned earlier. And until we come back next week to join the G.I. Joe army. That's all, folks. Oh, son of a son of a son of a gun. You thought I was going to say son of a bitch, didn't you?